Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute. <laughs> episode one seventy two. Where are you from? <laughs> I sound like I'm like an old timey uh, announcer from like oh, the forties. I thought it was like an Australian <laughs> Albert Einstein esque <laughs> scientist. Are you thinking of uh, Yahoo Serious? <laughs> start again. Bring us in. Okay, action. Greetings and welcome to the Godfather Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. Hey, who are you that time? <laughs> same, same guy? Get out of here. I don't All right, know. seriously, seriously, one more time. <laughs> All right, one more time. Go. Okay, here we go. Action. You're doing the music, right? You're putting the music I'm gonna, in. Okay. I'm going to put some cool sound effects in there. Okay, ready? Here some we go. Some cool like, science, science, physics, astro <clears throat> sound effects for, for the Austrian scientist. Rastro. Yeah. Here we go. Action. Three, two. Greetings and welcome to the Godfather Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And this is Minute 172, 172. of the Godfather. <laughs> that time you sounded more Irish. Greetings. I, I did sound more Irish that time. <laughs> I admit it. I admit it. Okay. I'll come clean. All right. Um, we're talking about minute 172. Today. That's right. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento setanta due. Cento setanta due? Cento setanta due. <laughs> Cento setanta due. What's going on over there? Are you okay? Um, the, your dog's making a lot of noise and oh, shaking, shaking the uh, microphone stand. Oh, <laughs> sorry. He's a good dog. Let's should, start over. Should we start over? All right, Let's go ahead. Start the whole thing over. Okay, go. Action. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. This is episode number 172, and I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. Alex, repeat after me. Oh, what do you got for me? A minuto. A minuto. Cento. Cento. Cento setanta due. Cento setanta due. Yeah, I was going to try to do that in an Irish accent. Oh, That's yeah, just, that would be. Cento setanta due. There must be people from Ireland who move to Italy and speak Ital- Italian with an Irish accent. There's got to be. The, the law of averages says there has to be. There has to like be, that. yeah. Here's a summary of Minute 172. Um, K- 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 you go. K. Corleone questions Connie's crazed claim... That Mikey commanded Carlo killed. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Say, I know we we're joking around repeating all, but that is worth repeating. One more time, Alex. Kay Corleone question, oh, questions. Um, Kay Corleone. Kay Corleone questions Kuki Connie's crazed claim that Mikey commanded Carlo killed. Wow. Fantastic. Thank you. All right, that's all I got. Mikey <laughs> insists uh, she not ask him about his business, but allows him her one question. <laughs> Kay immediately cashes it in and asks if Connie's correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's... Nice, nice work. Why does Mikey say... 
First he says, don't never ask me about my business, Kay. Mm-hmm. And then he said, this one time I'll let you ask me about my affairs. I like that he calls it his affairs. Well, well, well let's back up. Okay. Twice he says, don't ask me about my business. Yes. And she keeps asking. She keeps asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so are you asking why, why does he give in? Well, why does he give or, her when he says you can ask me one? You can I'll let you ask mm-hmm. one time. Yeah. A is he not expecting her to take up her him up on it? Mm-hmm. B, it's when he says it is some part of him saying if she asks, I'll tell her the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's those are the two questions. Why does Mikey throw it out there mm-hmm. and then give her the permission only to lie? Yeah, that's. Those are great questions. Unfortunately, there's nothing in the book that leads us to those answers. So I can only guess. Mm-hmm. You're speculating. I'm speculating. Mm-hmm. So look at him. He's just he's speculating. <laughs> speculating all over the floor. Clean it up. <laughs> By the way, your new mom nickname is Alliteration Alex. <laughs> Alex Alliteration because he's <laughs> alliterative. <laughs> alliterative. Alliteration. <laughs> Alex iteration. Weird Al iteration. Weird Al iteration. Perfect. <laughs> so to answer your questions, I I don't know why he gives her. <laughs> I guess I, yeah, here are your answers. I don't know. And here's your, your answer to your second question. I haven't a clue. I can only guess why did he give why did he give her this maybe maybe he said I think I have an answer. Go ahead. He's He's giving her this one chance mm-hmm. so that it's an investment. So in the future, he could say, okay, I, I gave you one chance and you cashed it in. So you can no longer, hey, you sent it. You want, you asked me about Senator Geary's business. You can't ask me. You cashed in, cashed in with the Carlo question. <laughs> can you add that to your alliteration? <laughs> cashes in the Carlo question. Certainly. Qu- quickly cashes in the Carlo question because she doesn't even think of it. She that. does quite, quite quickly. <laughs> K quite quickly. It's her garbage pail kid. <laughs> um, and, and then, and then, of course, he's got a lighter. He can't. He never says he's going to be honest. He says, just, he says "This one time, I'll yeah. let you ask me." <laughs> he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't say he'll answer. He just says, "Don't say I'll let her ask." Yeah, normally yeah. he won't even let her he's, ask. It's true to the word. I never let her ask. <laughs> It's the business we've chosen. Um, I what do you think, think? I think he says that because by saying that, it almost it it's almost like someone saying to be honest, because that makes it mm. seem like oh boy, they're really going to be honest. Normally, they might mm. have cushioned mm-hmm. it, but so yeah. by him saying you can ask me this one time, it almost tricks Kay into thinking that well, if this is the one time, he'll he'll be honest. Because why would he do that if he was just going to lie about it? Mm, yeah, yeah. And so then yeah. he, she falls for it, mm-hmm. and then he says. You know, no, I didn't yeah. get killed. Yeah, that's next minute. No spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it <laughs> is a cliffhanger. It's, it's a great right. cliffhanger. Um, Kay quickly cliffhangs <laughs> after cashing <laughs> Corleone Capo. The Corleone cliffhanger. Kay, you've been Kay, you've been caught in a Corleone cliffhanger. <laughs> you've got to wait till next week to find out how his answer. <laughs> Um, so, I, I think you're right. I think that's a great explanation. So it, it makes, mm-hmm. it makes, but does she believe him? Does she fall I, for I, it? Well, we're going to have to wait till next minute. But, yeah, that's true. To, we don't know to, what his answer yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and even if we knew his answer, we don't know how she's going to respond. That's for a later minute. Do you? Uh, I, this might be personal, but let me. Who? I'm going to ask who is the real Andrew Robinson. Is the real Andrew Robinson? Oh, I never thought you'd ask. I'm going to have to go back and change that song. It's taken 172 <laughs> minutes, but... <laughs> Lay it on me. I like the overdub where you're just like... Yeah. Andrew Robinson. <laughs> we have done that before. I'll, I'll, um, go ahead. Lay my it on question me. is, do you allow your wife to ask you about your business? Oh, I allow her to ask as much as she wants. doesn't mean I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but you do you know, allow I'm, her to ask. I'm, That's I'm a little pretty... more generous than Michael Corleone. I've, I, I give her three in the lifetime. Hmm. Just three total. So how she's already she, cashed in one. How many is she okay or your wife? No, my wife. She's already cashed in one. Yeah, I. my wife years ago asked me a pretty pointed question. And I said at that point, never asked me about my business. She insisted. Mm-hmm. And I told her not to insist. She insisted. Mention so said, it, but not insist. Yeah. <laughs> you can mention your request. Yeah. Put it in writing. Send it, send it to the consigliere. I won't accept it because that would, for, for the court of law, that would mean I was prepared to answer your question. <laughs> we have a sworn affidavit that you offered her three questions. But anyway, um, she cashed in one, and so I'm waiting for the other two. It does seem like a... Um, do you think Mikey was surprised that, that she she immediately cashed it in? Did she at all hesitate, you think? Or do you think no, Mikey never she, intended it, it to be a kind of like, uh, you know, re- use it when needed kind of thing? Well, does in, in this minute, does he say, I'll let you ask me about my business just this time? or Ask me about my affairs, yeah. He said, but this time? I'll or let is you it, ask me about, he says, I'll let you, let me see, I got the script right here. Because I think she has to cash it in now, if I'm oh, remembering. So it's a one-time deal. I, it might be. I think he says, I'll let, let you ask me about my business. It like expires this, in one minute. one time, yeah, so she's got nothing to lose. <laughs> All right, this one, oh, she, he does say this one time, this yeah. one time I'll let you ask me about my affairs. Okay, so so she, he does make it seem like it's a one-time mm-hmm. offer. That's even more strategic because... She's putting him on the spot and he's making it clear. You can't ask about the business, but to show you that I have nothing to hide, not just now, but in the future or that I'm not that cruel. I'll let you ask. Wait, why allowing her? Why would that be less cruel? the, the, The answer that he did not have Carlo killed. Okay. And the fact that she's putting him on the spot, I think is, is a good strategy for Michael saying, because now he can share with Kay that he's not a monster. Right. And if he were a monster, he would not have given Kay that opportunity to ask about his business, even though he's lying. So none of it really matters. So there must be situations where like, uh, uh, mama Corleone, Mm -hmm. um, she left a note on the door and she said, Sonny, move out to the country. <laughs> she, uh, she must have known that she knew what line of work her husband was in. She wasn't naive mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. Kay um, seems to be. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah, she grew up as he was learning that business. Right. And she's also from the old country where, mm-hmm. you know, that she's a like Apollonia never would have asked about the business. Yes, that's right. 
Um, although she did get very pushy there towards the end. So she, I bet she might have. Once she got to America, and her head got full of big ideas and stuff. Yeah. Remember what Fabrizio said? Oh, she make you a, a very good uh, American wife. Right. Because she knows all this. She does all like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> no, just <laughs> Michael says, Apollonia, I'll let you ask me about my business. Only on Monday. She says Tuesday, Wednesday. No, only on Monday. So I have a couple questions for you, Alex. What? Well, let me, let a couple of K questions? Possibly. So when K asks Michael if he had Carlo killed, mm-hmm. he doesn't say anything at first. Do you notice he lights a cigarette? Mm-hmm. And he, Well, first he lights a cigarette and he says about Connie, she's hysterical. Uh, why does he light a cigarette at that point? Do you feel like he really wants to smoke? Is it the stress? I, I, I kind of feel like he's stalling. Well, it could be a, it could be a nervous thing. Also, don't forget that when uh, earlier in the movie we established that the, the cigarette lighter was a symbol of his um, his uh, power, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. maybe that's by him show him showing you that he's using the lighter just so casually now that it's just he's really slipped into the role of of Don cons- yeah. Don Corleone, yeah, the control. But yeah, I don't know that you're right. That sets the stage for how he is about to control Kay's perception of him and his business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i you know fire typically represents hell too mm-hmm. he's about he's taking another step down that dark path mm. yeah yeah the reason i brought it up is because i think he's also stalling so personal anecdote alex i was oh. playing a, years ago i was playing a gig in one of my bands uh-huh. and uh during the break there was a guy Oh, gosh, is this when you could still smoke in bars? I think this is when you could still smoke in bars. This is when you could still go to bars. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Wow. (laughs) Come a long way. And there was this guy smoking a pipe in the the bar. And we started talking. And I said, ah, just how did you start smoking a pipe? Not a lot of people smoke pipes. And he was kind of a middle-aged guy. He wasn't like an old guy that's like a typical pipe smoker. He wasn't a grandpa with a corn cob pipe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he said, he said, one of the benefits of smoking a pipe is you can use it to stall. Oh, sure. He said, someone asked you a question, you don't answer right away. You take out the pipe. You take out the tobacco. You you, you clean the pipe. <laughs> wow. So he, yeah. really, he really goes for time when he's stalling. Yeah, the, you know, real stall yeah. tactic. And and you make, the li- you make the list or the person who asked you the question think that you're preparing yourself to answer in a thoughtful manner but the right. person gets so bored with this how long it takes that they walk away what or, <laughs> <laughs> they get so bored with yeah, so, you have to grow your own tobacco yeah so <laughs> so shortly after that i got myself a pipe oh yeah yeah and i <laughs> i put that in my pipe and i smoked it uh and you I, know, I didn't even stick around because i got bored and i wandered off before yeah, you even got to that part finished telling a story and i walked away and got myself a pipe <laughs> He was a pipe salesman, too. Yeah. yeah, and so I still have it. I've smoked it maybe two or three times in my I'm not a smoker, but huh. uh, every now and then I think about that and I want to I wanna bust it out and try it again. Um, yeah, so, there was a- so the reason I brought this up is not just to share that ridiculous story, but what... Oh, and he was a, uh, he was a piano player, too. Remember that? Hmm. What stalling strategies do you utilize in your life, Alex? Me? Yeah. What stalling, and I'm asking because... What stalling questions do I utilize? Yeah, and before you answer, I'm asking <laughs> because the audience wants to know who is the who is the real Alex Robinson? Who is the real 
So 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 what are you asking me here? What what strategies do you utilize to stall? What strategies do I utilize to stall? Yeah. I don't think I do use any strategies to what? stall really. What do you mean? Everyone stalls. I don't um what strategies do I use? Are you an avoidance guy? No. You, you just, avoid situations where you, where so you won't even be in a situation where you would need to stall. Is that what you're saying? I just I'm just trying to think of stalling. When do I what do I do to stall? I don't know. Is it supposed to rain later tonight? Hold on a second. Let me get my pipe. <laughs> That's not a pipe. I, I I don't get it. I don't know why. Why are you asking? <laughs> why what? Why are you asking if it's going to rain tonight? Oh, because right. I because I have to go home later, so I just didn't want to. Uh, oh, I, I, I get it. That's you ask about the weather. <laughs> That's a st- you divert. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'm wise. I actually, I was actually using multiple techniques in that in that situation. What were you using? Well, first of all, I was repeating what you said. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a frequent tart when someone asks you a question, and if you say, "Why was I at the store?" <laughs> then, you know what I mean. Like if you repeat the question they ask you, yeah. that's a sign that someone is is trying to think of an answer. Oh, got it. Yeah. Oh, so from the very you you actually heard my question. Yeah. Oh, you were I, like, didn't, I didn't even catch it. It, it worked. <laughs> you yeah. had me repeat the question. I should have just. Pause like a good teacher does, and just wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. Um, so, uh, well, so getting back to what you were saying about the smoking and uh, this, well, uh, classic comedians like Groucho Marx and George Burns. The reason they would use the cigars for precisely that reason is that it gives you a little prop to that you can you can do the timing of your joke. You know, when you say the mm. joke, you can kind of pause for a second and puff your cigar, or you know, so um, so yeah, you're you're onto something there. Hmm. Mm, neat. What I'm saying is we should smoke cigars. Let's do it. <laughs> I have some old, very old cigars I just found. I would become a pipe smoker before I would become a... I think cigars are the last thing I would smoke. How come? I don't know. They just smell gross. <laughs> like, like I love the smell of like pipe tobacco. If, you, if you're yeah. walking by someone smelling a pipe, as long as it's not too overbearing, I think it smells great. Yeah, it does smell good. But like cigars, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's so like just burning yeah. paper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get the appeal. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. Yeah. Would you try smoking a pipe? Um, I ha- you know, believe it or not, I don't know if you remember, you actually got me a pipe many years I ago. I remember that, yeah. You got Was me it, a corn cob I pipe. I did get you a corn cob <laughs> pipe. That's for joining the Confederacy, Alex. <laughs> Well, so I immediately ordered you off my damn land (laughs) and uh, I don't think I used it properly because I think it it like uh, it like caught on fire. (laughs) Probably not. You're probably not doing it right if the pipe catches on fire. (laughs) Well, so just just so you're aware, you put tobacco in it, not more corn. <laughs> or I you put gunpowder in it. I thought that was <laughs> one of those, like you know, like a musket. I was packing it in with that little stick. With the now, there's a stalling technique. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for taking that bird walk with me. <laughs> sure, that was my pleasure. 
Do you have anything else to say about the new 100? I do, yeah. I have, uh, so Mikey's wearing suspenders, and mm-hmm. a lot of the characters are wearing suspenders. Yes, very uh, Talk pop. to me about that. Was that a fad? Was that because belts were not as effective? Tell us, historian. You know, I don't, that's a great question. Mm. Um, we might have to ask and answer later. Yeah, I mean, it's... I. I feel like belts might have been a later thing hmm. because you think about like olden times, like people wore suspenders all the time, like in like Abraham Lincoln days. And, oh. you know, you think of hillbillies mm-hmm. with their with their bibs and they have the suspenders. So it's <laughs> they must there must it must be older than hmm. that. Yeah. I wonder. OK, so we'll ask. We'll answer. We'll answer. Yeah. All right. Thanks for looking up. We'll look at we'll look it up in the break. I have enjoyed wearing suspenders when I've, I've worn them. Yes. But I feel like it's a it's a line I don't want to cross. I don't want to be a suspenders guy. Oh, really? Why not? I don't know. There's something about it. It's very kind of '80s LA law. Kind well, of corporate meets trying to be cool. Kind of. Well, you can pull it off if century. you're if you're like a if you're like a cool business like a, a in shape businessman guy. I yeah. think you can, you can get away with wearing suspenders. Oh, huh, okay. But if you are like me, a doughy middle aged guy, like it's it's not going to have the same look. You, you yeah. look more like uh, like bumpkinly or pu- uh, it makes you look portly more so than uh, uh, than cool. Uh, so, yeah. um, hmm. but it's so much more comfortable than a belt. You know, it is because you can sit down without the belt digging into your stomach. Yeah. And as you know, I've suffered from from some lower back pains, Alex. <laughs> Here we go, start just complaining about our ailments. <laughs> By the time we get to GF three, we're just gonna be like, oh yeah, let's talk about Zaza this in is, between. This all is turning into the Lyman Roth. Podcast. We're like, oh my god, <laughs> fly in my chiropractor from Miami. <laughs> uh, why did I, why was I bringing? Of course, I can't remember what I was talking about because you said you liked. I said I like wearing suspenders, and you said, oh yeah, it's probably better because belts do constrain yeah. your your waist and they, yeah. they operate they 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 uh, counter the effects of gravity but by pressing on your body which I don't think is very good where suspenders are I guess they're pressing on your shoulders but but that's not that's maybe not. a muscle there yeah. yeah anyway we'll find out a little bit more about that so Alex I have a little bit from the book but oh, not boy. much the book is different than the movie the book Page four dialogue is a little bit they're tiny bit different. Okay. Page four thirty-four, Puzo writes, or Mario Pupso writes. Kay was still shocked. Still oh sorry, let me start again. Uh Michael said, "Get her, get her home, and get her, get her home, and get her to a doctor. No, get her home and get her a doctor." Yeah. The two guards immediately grabbed Connie's arms and pulled her out of the house. Kay was still shocked, still horrified. She said to her husband, "Oh, Michael." <laughs> she said to her husband, to her husband, "What made her say all those things, Michael? What makes her believe that?" Michael shrugged. She's hysterical. (laughs) Hysterical? She's hysterical. Kay looked into his eyes. Michael, it's not true. Please say it's not true. And that's it, because the rest goes into the next minute. So it's just subtly different. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much in this minute, so I'm getting as much mileage as I can. That's all all I got, Alex. 
Well, the last thing I have is yeah, I thought it would have been funny if uh, going back to what we were talking about last week with the barrel, with Carlo being in the barrel. <laughs> it's like when Connie's asking him the question, you see the movers behind her like carrying Carlo out like his bud body with all the bullets oh, in it. And, and Alpha and, and Michael's just kind of like trying to trying to gesture like get out of here. Get yeah, out of here. that's a great air, like air a la airplane. <laughs> yeah, <gas>. exactly. <laughs> you had him killed. <laughs> So let's rate the sucker then if we're if we're done talking about it already. Yeah, that's all I got. It's a bit of a quick minute. Um, mm. Okay. I got mine. I got mine too. One, One two, two, three. All right. Wow. There you go. Two. I was even kind of leaning toward four. Because, four? Well, Michael shouts and this is... Oh yeah, I was going to bring you know, up his shout. It's a good minute. Um, yeah. other than like when, other than um, when I, I was trying to think of other times that he shouted in the movie. In GF one, GF one. Gosh, I don't. Uh, oh, he when uh, Fabrizio goes running out, he goes no, no. <laughs> right, that's the only time. I, I can think, think it might of. be the only other time. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting that both times are with his death deal. His wives are, uh, yeah, are. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the things in that book, The Godfather Returns, mm-hmm. uh, at one point Connie says to him, um, uh, "In the in, she does find out about Apollonia, and um, so Kay says, like, I was always your third wife. Whoa." And uh, because the the family was like the mafia was his first wife, like that was his most loyal to, to mm. was was his number one loyalty. So yeah, wow. Um, yeah. So um, all right then. I yeah. guess I'll wrap up this um minute, and uh, we're gonna go do some bonus content now. That's right, Alex. Can I plug my band? Sure. Check out the Underdog Night Soldiers. It's the we are the official Godfather Minute Band, but we also write and record songs unrelated to the Godfather. We're soon going to release a song called Amelia about Amelia Earhart because, as you know, mm. we love history. Hmm. So check it out. You go on. Is the song going to be called Amelia Earhart? It's going to be called Amelia. Just Amelia. Amelia. Yes. Um, my co-host Pete the Retailer from Star Wars Minute is is his uh, compiling a list of songs that are. The names of real people. Oh, okay. You know, like, will uh, this qualify, or does it need to have her last? I don't know. Name? I'll ask him if it has said the last name mm, too. Okay, but um, if you think of any other uh, songs that that have the name in it, that have the no, that have the name of the song is the person's name, and o- and only the name. Yes, really. Yeah. Okay, because there's a Simon and Garfunkel song called "So Long, Frank Frank Lloyd Wright." Mm, Doesn't I qualify. I don't wow, f- this is niche. Just the name. I think. I'll double check, though, but that's a good double one. Double check I'll, for me. I'll ask him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check out the Underdog Night Soldiers, Spotify, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> you get an MP3. <laughs> All right, then. So we'll uh, see you in the bonus content. Until, n- until next, next time. time. Don't, don't ask, ask me about, about my business. business. Gag. Okay.